Good morning, traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan session, which is your opportunity to, to, to do your planning, to do your analysis, um, um, to put together your trade plan so that we can, um, we can execute our trades with a high degree of confidence in our decision making, um, which is really important, of course. So uh, let's get straight into it then. We'll start with our risk warning. Just be broadly mindful of our risk warning currently up on the screen. Okay, so um, all profitable traders, they need to make some decisions regarding, you know, which markets do we focus on? And more importantly, why do we markets? Why do we focus on those, those particular markets? Um, where do we then enter these markets? Where do we want to exit? Um, how do we manage risk prior to entry? Uh, trade management as well are all important facets and trading psychology. So there's a, there's a much broader um, there's a much broader range of, of, of considerations to take into account um, just out of, uh, you know, your actual execution side of things or your trading strategy side of things. So, um, so, so these things are very important to, to, to take notice of. And this live trade room is designed to prepare you for today's trading opportunities. So what we discuss now will, will certainly help us in the next, um, couple of trading sessions, the UK trading session, which starts in about 30 minutes, 20, 30 minutes. And then we have the US trading session at lunchtime. Uh, we do address these these types of considerations live every day uh, from a, an educational perspective. So we would like to think that we do give you a fairly decent understanding of, of these kind of important topics. And we are strong advocates of being uh, consistent in our approach accurate with our levels we don't we don't trade any sort of random uh sort of one size fits all to trading market that's not our, our approach we're a lot more accurate we use technical levels and and very precise um price points to get in and out of these markets discipline with our capital of course um we never we never experience you know big losses that's an important important part and uh, be patient as well, of course, when we uh, when we need to be. Okay, so let's start with a review then of potential market moving news. So we'll bring this across. Okay, so today now is, uh, of course, Tuesday the 25th of um, October. We've got a new prime minister yet again in the UK. So um, we'll see if that has any major impact on some of the pound uh, related assets. Um, so just, just taking a little look yesterday, we had flash services PMI and uh, flash manufacturing PMI numbers across uh, the French economy, German economy, across the Eurozone, um, the UK, and also the US, as you can see. So we had a succession of these numbers. And broadly speaking, they're, they're, they're quite poor. They're coming in lower than expected so um i suppose french flash manufacturing is just coming in just marginally higher than expectations but but broadly you know we're below 50 so there is contraction and um the contraction is marginally worse than than anticipated so that's um i suppose that's negative for an economy and trying to price in this kind of negativity is proving quite difficult because of the macro conditions that are really dominating 
um, the situation as things currently stand. So today, when we look at these, um, some of the news events, um, 3 p.m. today, this is all UK time, by the way, we've got CB consumer confidence numbers. And um, you would imagine confidence would wane somewhat in the, in the US. Um, we will obviously have to wait and see on what number we get. And again, what we'd be looking for is the deviation of what is currently kind of priced in, which is uh, fairly solid consumer confidence. The consumer, the consumer in the US is actually holding it up quite well. Um, still willing to pay those higher prices. So, um, of course, in, in some things, we kind of have no choice, but uh, more broadly, still relatively confident. Uh, all things considered. And tomorrow we're going to start hearing from the central banks. So it all starts with the BOC, um, and then we're going to be hearing from the ECB um, and the BOJ this week as well. So we've got that ahead of us. Uh, important inflation data uh, out of um, the Australian economy in the early hours tomorrow. So just be mindful of that if you happen to be trading um, the Aussie uh, in any way and um, you can see these are quarterly numbers and you can see you know if you span that out over over the course of a year you know you're pretty much looking at sort of eight percent ish inflation which is again is way too high and again what the central banks are trying to get ahead of and they're not doing a great job just yet but that may change over the coming months We'll have to wait and see. Okay, then. So let's uh, let's have a look at these charts then. Okay, we'll start with risk. So we had a pretty pretty convincing turnaround yesterday uh, across these markets. Excuse me. Sorry. Bear with me. I've got something in my eye. Hang on one sec. Okay, sorry about that. I do apologize. Didn't really plan on that happening this morning. Um, so, so interesting little price action. If you zoom in a little bit more detail uh, on markets like the US indices. Um, Friday, we saw a very, very significant turnaround. So we were down at these levels for quite some time. And then there was this pretty significant turnaround uh, kick in. So a lot of volatility to the upside, a really strong bullish move. And then over the weekend, we actually gapped higher, which is, uh, which is interesting um, to gap up that high. It's quite a brave move. And um, what we subsequently saw is that gap closed, but then it started to get really quite bearish. And uh, we extended the lows for a little while. Um, but yesterday, over the course of the trading day, all of that suddenly reversed and it started to get quite aggressive again. So we're beginning to make some progress in terms of 
what this market is likely to do. And we now have a, a clearly defined uh, double bottom in this market. If I just bring up our, um, our pen and I can share this with you. And you can apply this across the other markets as well. So we've created a low, we've got the monthly low in here. We've really struggled to close below the 3580. Um, and we have this little high in here at the uh, 3806. Now we're currently trading at that level as we speak. And it's interesting to see the high of the, the gap, you know, pushed up to the 3806. We were unable to break above it yesterday. And um, today so far is pretty, pretty, pretty tame, held back, held back by, you know, events in China. So this is a level, the 3806 is turning into quite an important level because what that means that we could get a little bit of a short-term rally uh, above this little zone in here uh, to the upside. And we, we, we were discussing last week the fact that we've got a midterm election and it would be in the interest of um, certainly the Democrats in the US to actually do what they can to, to try and support these prices and to perhaps call this the, the bottom of these markets and, uh, you know, we're only heading upwards from here and things like that. So we did question, would there be a bit of short-term positivity with these midterm elections in the pipeline? So so where are we at with this? We've got a lot of um, resistance levels uh, above the 3806, but it would be step one for this little breakout above this level. So we'll take yesterday's high, um, which is the 38.14. And we can look for some risk on market conditions. Uh, the S&P to the upside above the 36.14 level. So that's just above yesterday's high. And um, we can tentatively look to get into some buying trades. And it's probably the first time we've We've had this type of setup to be able to do that. Um, we could probably build in our understanding of um, what's going on in these bond markets. The slight softening at these highs, we could, of course, extend uh, back to the upside very, very quickly indeed. The two-year, we're still inverted markets. We had a bit of a fall. We're pushing a little bit higher again. We're up at sort of 4.5 pretty much, um, and the 10-year is, um, is 4.18. So we still have that you know, deep inversion uh, between the two-year and the 10-year. So that, that, all that signals is, is kind of a recession in the US and uh, it keeps varying. The intensity of that recession, as far as the bond markets are concerned, keeps varying. So we've got this potential structural failure trade um, to the upside now in this US indices. And we've not said that for a little while. We've not had this like sideways moving bottom, which creates a double bottom. And, and, and now it's that W formation. It's not quite as um, symmetrical as we probably would like it to be, but it's, it's not a bad effort considering what these markets are dealing with at the moment. So, so we've already had that little breakout to the upside. And this is the other thing to note. We've already had that sort of double bottom trade um, and we've already had this little, little move to the upside. So we're already seeing the moves filter through these markets. 
currently being held up at these levels though that's the interesting thing um and the nasdaq different type of situation for the nasdaq we've created this little low we've kind of pulled back aggressively and uh We've already seen technically a structural failure trade to the upside. We make a new low and we've gapped higher, but this is basically a structural failure trade to the upside. Again, we'll be running into lots of uh, resistance as this market pushes higher, but um, it is showing decent signs of, uh, of being able to push higher. Uh, whether we will, we'll have to wait for prices to be triggered and things of that nature. So we can certainly look at the S&P. That's certainly going to be a focus of ours. Uh, let's have a look at yesterday was broadly positive for the FTSE in the end with all the sort of political chaos going on in the UK. Um, the DAX, bit of positivity. We had negative numbers, negative manufacturing and, and services numbers, but we've... Um, we're extending those moves to the upside. The Nasdaq, uh, sorry, the uh, the Nikkei um, was quite bearish. So strong reversals across the markets. A Bitcoin doing absolutely nothing, flatlining around nineteen thousand. Okay, commodities. So um, yesterday we had a little bit of a bearish move, and then subsequently that reversed, and um, it's been like that now for for three nearly four trading days where we, we see uh, a defined move in a particular direction which subsequently pulls back and reverses and it's been doing that now you can see since last Thursday so it doesn't really know what it wants to do um, again the oil markets will have uh, the midterm elections in the US in mind so will we see any major move to the upside between now and then we're actually not so sure that that would be the case. Um, uh, gold, we're still in this gold trade to the downside, uh, just purely from a technical perspective, although these markets turned around quite aggressively yesterday. Um, we've got our stop loss in place, we've got a technical stop loss in place, so we're, we're still in the trade. Um, <clears throat> but we do need to see these markets break below the 1644. If that's the case, of course, we'll stay in it. Um, but we'll be watching it carefully. The other market for us at the moment was um, the Aussie dollar. We were able to get into that yesterday uh, and stay relatively bearish, uh, although there's a sort of a 50% pullback which makes us feel a bit uncomfortable. Um, we're not going to hang around in this for too much longer if it starts to reverse and starts to make new highs. So we'll, we'll, um, we'll see how we get on with these dollar trades. So gold, um, there's probably an opportunity below this low, but we'll, we'll take a, a little look at the, at the US dollar uh, just quickly before we wrap this up. So the euro dollar, um, it's, it's up and down. It's very choppy. It's, it, there's a lack of clarity there. There's, there's a lot of, fundamentally, there's, a, there's kind of a huge problems for the eurozone. Um, and technically as well, we've, we're running into these levels of uh, strong resistance. So we're at that same position now. So yesterday we were looking for a sell trade. Um, we weren't able to, to, to get it. Uh, today we can do the same. We can look for that sell trade to kick in. 
So a bit of strength now today for the dollar. Yesterday was a bit of a nothing day when you consider the, the, the political turmoil. We'd expect probably a little bit more activity. Potential dollar strength. This is what happened with um, the intervention again yesterday. A lot of selling, a lot of buying, a second round of, of intervention and strong selling, which was bought back again. And this is the theme. This is what's. This is what keeps happening. Um, now we are, uh, you know, two hundred, maybe two hundred and fifty uh, pips lower off the highs. So that is good news. But we are sort of flatlining at the one forty eight, one forty nine level uh, so far. So be careful trading the yen. It's important to note that we are seeing, you know, some unusual um, trading patterns now with the yen. There will be some decent selling trades at some point in these markets just because the the yen the conditions will start to change for the yen and that along with intervention will probably see some some decent moves um in the not too distant future but clearly not yet that seems to be the overriding um position so strength in the dollar as you can see a bit of strength now today against the swiss franc um mild strength against the, the the canadian dollar and we're just looking for further downside uh, in these markets we've had our little grinding pullback now and um, will we get some continuation to the downside if this dollar is to strengthen uh, we're still in the aussie dollar but we're going to be watching it carefully so is there anything that sticks out see it's a bit of a retracement of this level in the euro dollar Maybe we can look for a sell trade. You see, it's quite side, it's quite range bound, it's quite sideways moving. Um, and we're anticipating the S&P to potentially push higher. So we're slightly offside with our, With our analysis, really, we have indices pushing higher. We'd normally like to see the dollar weaken. We're not sure which one will win out. Uh, the euro pound, it's in a kind of a, a tricky little phase. Same with the yen. Gold, we're already into the downside. So again, that's kind of a counterintuitive trade a little bit for us. Gold, uh, sorry, oil. We're in a bit of a choppy market condition. So really, we don't have a huge amount to work with again. Unfortunately. Yeah, these markets are not that coherent right now. yeah it's going to be risk on or, or risk off um let's put the euro dollar to the downside um below the 98.57 and the aussie dollar we can can 
probably look at a sell trade just below this level in here. So below the 63.11 Aussie dollar to the downside below the 63.11. Okay. We're, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel a little bit today because we do have kind of upside down market conditions. We had a little bit of this yesterday, but we, there's a bit of clarity that started to creep in actually um, pretty quickly. Uh, and we're able to sort of get into a few of those trades. Um, unfortunately, we took two small losses on two of those trades and we're still in the other two. So we were probably a little bit too aggressive. We, we, we always talk about not being too aggressive on the Monday morning, but we, we were probably a little bit too aggressive uh, yesterday and uh, we're still in two trades, but we've got to, uh, we took two small losses in yesterday's trade. So, um, so yesterday potential risk off. Um, today, I think it's fair to say we've got mixed market conditions. We don't seem like we're heading in one way or the other, really, to be fair. So we're in that gold trade. So let's put the S&P 500 looking to uh, buy. If we get that little break above, there could be a decent buy trade there. So it's 36.14, Like These numbers, they do represent, you know, really interesting value. Um, So, so I don't know, it might be a tough uh, a tough trading day today. We'll have to wait and see. So the euro dollar now looking to potential sell below the uh, the, the 98.57. So you can see that there's um we're looking for the S and P on one hand and we're looking for the dollar strength on the other. So again, slightly incoherent kind of market conditions. But look, these are opportunities to look at. We'll probably look to go with either one or the other, probably not both. So the S&P looking to buy above the 36.14, the euro dollar looking to sell below the 98.57, the Aussie dollar looking to sell below the 63.62. So uh, let's post this into the chat box, guys, and we'll switch rooms. Uh, we'll move over to our live trade room and see these, these, these trading opportunities in a little bit more detail. Um, great stuff, guys. Uh, look, on that note, listen, take care. Thanks for joining us as always. Any questions, feel free to post them. Uh, we'll answer them before we close off the broadcast as always. Um, but there's our trade plan. Just posted it into the chat room there for you guys, so please take that away. And look, thanks very much for joining us. We trade these markets live every day. We trade the European trading session every day at 8 a.m. UK time. And we come back for the US trading session at 12.45 p.m. Um, so we were active traders and um, trying to take advantage of some of these opportunities, which are which are sort of I suppose really chaotic at the moment, and um, that's probably the best word for it. So for more information, just go to livetrading.com. Happy to discuss. You know, if you have any questions, uh, do feel free to contact us through our website, perhaps if you need. So on that note, thanks so much for joining us. Do take care. We'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.